What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. TheChairShot.com TheChairShot.com Always, always use your head. You are now listening to ChairShot Radio. Always use your head. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to ChairShot Radio as we present you the road to WrestleMania. My name is PC Tunney. You can follow me at PC Tunney. Uh, I'm also joined by the Kingpin, the man, the myth, the legend himself. You can follow him at ChairShot Greg. It's Greg DeMarco. Is it really a myth? Am I a myth? Like, I'll take the man, I'll take the legend, even though maybe that's a stretch, but the myth? Like, I'm here. And, and... I don't know. To me, you're about as real as every other person on the television. (laughs) (laughs) That's a compliment, I guess. (laughs) I don't know. It's just something you say. Fake-ass people on television. It's it's just something you say. Like, sometimes you're at work, and you're like, oh, sorry about that, and you didn't fucking mean sorry. You're basically mean, fuck you, uh, but I'll see you later, you know? So, whatever works. Yeah. Sorry about that means I ain't talking about it. I mean, feigning sincerity will get you a long way. I've told a lot of people that. It will. (laughs) It absolutely will. Enough people will believe it. So. Oh, for sure, for sure. And you can't please all the people all the time. Anyway, this week, the road to WrestleMania continues. We're glad to be back up in your earballs right here. ChairShot Radio Network, you know you can find that on all of your favorite streaming platforms and right there at thechairshot.com. Head on over to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash thechairshot. Pick yourself up a ChairShot t-shirt. Otherwise, I will send Christopher Platt to your house, and he will stand outside for 24 hours straight saying, thechairshot.com. Always use your head big show this week i mean i kind of want to see that happen yeah like i want to see that take place you might want to get you know what the first within the next year and a half he might be like willing to do that just to get out of the house for a while that is i could attest to that yes he will be willing to do that god i can't wait for the stories of plat changing diapers <laughs> plat cleaning cleaning up poop all over the place plat cleaning up throat. plat when the kid pisses on him for the first time like that's just gonna be amazing listen it was his birthday yesterday and i told him friday yeah. i said enjoy it it's the last one that'll ever be about you yes and no there will be ones when the kid is at a certain age where the kid's like it'll be, celebrate daddy's birthday it'll be a while but <laughs> Dude, mine is in three days, and I don't even—I can't even remember that mine is in three oh. days. Like it's literally the. Uh, well. Yeah, I just. When I forget. Just, it's just another thing. When I forget to text you or call you or DM you, um, remember that today at 11:40 a.m. Central Time, uh, Sunday the 13th of February in the year 2022, <laughs> PC Tony wished you happy birthday, Greg. Why? Well, in advance, I appreciate it. Like I said, I don't even. Yeah, it doesn't feel like my birthday's in three days. It really doesn't. It's just everything's so crazy that it's like, what, what is that? I don't even know. 
you get past a certain age and a couple of milestone birthdays in your life and you just really they're not a big deal anymore you know you're like okay yeah. i just hope that i don't have a shitty day some you know it just could be a normal day right? that, that works yeah I'm, I'm i'm with you 100 percent. like let's just get through the day all right well let's start talking about some wrestling how about that i i'm always down for that so noon Eastern, as we did our pre-show research here, um, the five minutes before the show, we uh, we figured out that that is the 19th. That's when the, the the Saudi show, Elimination Chamber, will air. That is 8 p.m. their time. Kudos to Greg for looking that up. So I let's get into let's get into the chamber first, the actual chamber, because I brought this up and I want to get your thoughts on it. And I, if you listen to DWI, I brought it up there too. Um, I believe that's where I brought it up. Yeah, that sounds about right. A lot of shows right now. You did. Um, one of three things I proposed. I said either Saudi's building them an elimination chamber, Vince is bringing over and bringing back an elimination chamber, or Vince is bringing over and giving or selling or whatever to Saudi an elimination chamber. Do you see any other possibilities besides those three, Greg? Um, I see a couple of possibilities. I do think the most likely scenario is your number two that they are sending the chamber over. I think that was what you said for number two. Um, I think that they sent the chamber over in advance with specs and plans. And, and you guys made a great point on DWI. Like, can you trust the Saudi Saudis to build the chamber, blah, blah, blah. Well, they built the whole freaking stadium that the show's going to be in. So I understand that. It's a dome. But it's not um, a wrestling cage, though. That's just architecture. It's not, yeah. Um, they probably sent somebody over to oversee the construction of the chamber. And... You know, and, and and it probably it doesn't. I mean, I've watched them. They, they at one point they built that they, they showed like one of those time lapse videos of the hell in the cell being built. It was the year they turned to red. And that was fascinating to watch. Um, you can ship the chamber over in pieces and have them put it together and then ship it back separate from shipping all the other parts over. So Christopher Platt doesn't have to worry about being on that plane like he was really worried about on DWI. Um, I think that's that's what they're doing. Here's the other possibility that I'm intrigued by that I know is way off base and isn't true, but that's just like your hope that they're going to unify the world titles. So we'll say it anyway. Oh, if you look crack. at the poster for the Elimination Chamber, okay, it has a picture of the new chamber, but the logo is the old chamber, which is really intriguing to me. Why is the logo for Elimination Chamber the old chamber? What if Vince said, you can just have the old chamber? And what we actually see on Saturday is the old Elimination Chamber, which personally I liked better. Now, I saw an Elimination Chamber match live. I think it was SummerSlam 2003, the one where Goldberg was supposed to wrestle Triple H, and instead they turned it into a chamber match. Live, it sucked. I couldn't see a damn thing. Like you just couldn't from, from sitting even not at the very back of the building, but, but up in the stands, you couldn't see anything inside the chamber, but I liked the old chamber. It was just different than anything else that we saw because it was round and, and all of that. But I know talent hated it because it hurt and all that kind of stuff. So maybe they're giving them the old chamber just to keep it over there. I'm sure they have a ring over there that's stored. Uh, I'm sure they they've given them certain things that they just keep stored in Saudi Arabia because it's cheaper than flying it back and forth. I don't know what's available. Saudi, I'm sure the kingdom puts on big monstrous events all the time that require all the audio video equipment that WWE would need and everything else. So I'm sure that stuff they use locally, but the chamber, the ring, those type of things, they probably do do ship over. There's probably a cargo shipment that includes, you know, the announce tables and, and anything WWE specific that goes over. But 
My guess, as much as I would love for it to be the old chamber, my guess is they shipped it over in advance with the setup this week. And, and it probably isn't even over yet. Maybe it's going to ship over Monday, Tuesday. They'll do the setup. They set up and tear those events down so fast, so fast. Um, but I do think they're going to ship it in pieces and build it over there. It just seems like an odd thing to go, oh, hey, we're going to travel halfway across the world and let's take with yeah. us, uh, I don't know, what's the muck fucking hardest thing to bring along and put together? What has the most pieces? Um, Not just a cage match. No, 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 no. Because uh, they did that last year. They <laughs> shipped the Hell in the Cell over, I'm assuming. Not just so. the Hell in a Cell. Let's get the whole fucking chamber over there. Could you imagine then if it was the old chamber? Because that was made out of chains. I, like, I that think, would be even harder. I... I the, this is I don't even want to ask Vince about why he books what anymore. I just want to ask what he's doing with this elimination chamber. Vince, call me, all right? At PC Tunny. Slide into my DMs, You got my number, Vince. Vince. Damn, call it. Me. Damn it, Vince. All right. Uh, let's get to the card. Let's talk about the card a little bit. Yeah. Some really good matches here. I guess we could start with the elimination chamber matches. You got uh, the... Those are kind of the most important ones. Yeah. Bobby Lashley uh, defending against Brock, Seth, Austin Theory, Riddle, and AJ Styles. This one is tough because if you believe the rumors that Matt Riddle was supposed to win the Royal Rumble, then if that was true and and they changed plans around because of Brock and Roman and all that stuff, then we got to get Riddle in the title picture somehow. So what if Matt Riddle and, – and I know there was a rumor that they wanted the first Orton versus Riddle match to be for the WWE Championship. So what if Riddle finds a way to win the title in the chamber? Now, we got to eliminate Brock somehow if that happens. Now, maybe Brock takes five other finishers. I don't even know if Austin Theory has a finisher, but maybe Brock takes five other finishers, and then Riddle is the one who pins him. Uh, maybe the Usos and Roman get involved, and that's how we get Brock out of the chamber. Maybe we get Brock physically out of the chamber, and he never actually loses. So we don't, you know, so we're protecting Brock that way, but he voluntarily leaves to chase off Roman and whatever. Who knows? Um, so Riddle winning that way could be very interesting for me. Uh, my dark horse Royal Rumble pick was AJ Styles, and I think he's also going to be my dark horse WrestleMania or my dark horse Elimination Chamber pick is going to be AJ Styles. Um, but God, I don't know if you're going to have AJ win the title. Why not do it at Mania against Bobby Lashley? Because I think AJ Styles and Bobby Lashley could be very entertaining as well. It's just crazy because then you also have the Seth Rollins factor like Rollins has to do something big, in my opinion. And Seth Rollins versus Kevin Owens just isn't that. And maybe we get Rollins added to Roman and Brock. Maybe we get a triple threat for, or a multi-man who knows how many for the WWE championship. I kind of think that's the way they're going to have to go, but Rollins got to do something. And maybe Rollins could win here and be, and walk into WrestleMania as champion. That's what I love about this match. That's what I liked about the rumble outside of the whole Brock factor was, uh, it could have gone any number of ways. Sometimes it's good when we don't know. It pisses off the news reporters, but sometimes it's good when we don't know. And I don't know. And that makes this more intriguing. I'll probably have it spoiled for me before I watch it, but that makes this more intriguing. You can make a logical case, and, and what's what's the use of logic in wrestling sometimes? But you can make a logical case right. for Bobby Lashley, Seth Rollins, Riddle, and AJ Styles. And you just did, right? I take the words right out of... Um, and Brock. Smart fan. Well, Brock I'd say it's least like... I'd say it's less likely that Brock would win than the other four, right? And, yeah. and see that title match for possible unification. I would love it, but... And then, is it least overall likely that Austin Theory wins this, obviously? I would have to think so. I, do I believe they see a future in him? Yes. I mean, go back. I'm going to use this to prove a point. 
go back and watch Austin Theory at WrestleMania 36. Okay, the the event in the Performance Center, all that stuff. Then he took some time off, went back to NXT, disappeared, came back in NXT. Here's why I want you. This is like when you go back and you watch WWE stuff, trying to see when Shawn Michaels' eyeballs changed. Right? This is what <laughs> the project you do. Try to figure out when Austin Theory got hair plugs, because he did. Because go back and look at WrestleMania 36. He, I was in my brain. I was like, he's going to have to shave his head because it was thinning out and you could see it. Now, dude's got a full luscious head of hair. He went and got hair hair transplant, hair plugs, something during his time off. What that tells me is that. They definitely see a future in the guy, and they're like, look, we got to do something about your hair. No offense, pal, but your hair isn't going to cut it. Um, and so he was just like, what, what can we do to fix it? It's just like when they pay for the the women's wrestlers to get boob jobs. like, And it is what it is. Uh, I do think they see a future in Austin Theory. I kind of feel like he's Matt Riddle two years ago in, in his progression towards the main event scene sure. in WWE. You know, you know, the company that doesn't develop new stars. <laughs> yeah, here we have Matt Riddle and Austin Theory. So yeah. there's plenty of actors who have uh, prolonged their, you know, youthful look. Uh, Joel McHale has been upfront and honest about it. He's like, I had made a decision really? that I'd like to continue to be on television in the next part of my life. So I got hair plugs, you know. Um, I mean, look at Drew Brees. You know, everybody criticized him when he went from Drew Brees on a you know, post-NFL game to Drew Brees on the coverage. Like, his hair definitely changed. Well, it's just it is what it is. he stopped wearing the helmet all the time, Greg. That's what that was. Yeah, that, that's exactly the excuse. Yeah. Speaking of people like that, LeBron needs to shave his head. No, He's not fooling nobody either. Anyway, anyway. I agree. Anyway. Um, yeah, it, it's interesting. Austin Theory. All right, find out when the hair plugs went in. He got, he's getting the Vince rub right now, so good for him. I guess he definitely is. None of them would shock me. Let's head over to the women's side, though. Liv Morgan, Rhea Ripley, Bianca Belair, Dewdrop, Nikki, and to be determined? Did we determine that last night on uh, or two nights ago? On we have not determined that, okay. as far as I know. Okay. No, I think it's going to be at the show where it's determined. Maybe Ron one day. I don't know. Um, I, I think, first of all, I think to be determined is Asuka. Okay, I like my, that. My guess, I don't think that's a spot where you bring back Bailey. Unless she's going to win. Uh, I do believe Bailey will be somehow involved in WrestleMania so, after not participating last year. Any any uh, cryptic thoughts reading into the Bailey tweet that said something about, you know, do I want to match with somebody? She goes, what I want hasn't even, um, isn't it doesn't even exist yet. That's I don't think that has any, she, she tweets stuff all the time. So does, so does Sasha Banks about, I don't know if what she's saying is because she, what she wants is a cross promotional event with other wrestling companies. Cause she's talked about that. I don't think there's anything to that versus what's going to happen. She used to talk about wanting women's tag titles and then they got them. She used to talk about, you know, wanting to wrestle, you know, wh- whatever, like, like there's a lots of things that she's wanted and a lot of it's come true. So who knows? You know, I think they, they wanted evolution before it happened. So there's a lot of things that, that the women wanted that eventually came to pass. And who knows what she's talking about and if that's going to be anything. I just believe that given her involvement slash non-involvement in WrestleMania last year, I do believe she'll have a match at WrestleMania this year, whether it's a Sasha Banks match, whether it's it'll be a high profile non-championship match, in my opinion, unless they want to go Bailey and Becky and not go Bianca and Becky. I don't know. But to bring it back to this match, I believe that Bianca Belair is going to win. It's, it's. I think we'll get Bianca versus Becky at WrestleMania. It'll be on the undercard of night two. 
Uh, it'll be a major attraction on the undercard of night two, but that's the direction that I think this is headed in and and exactly what I think will happen uh, come next Saturday. Well, if it does happen and, and we end up with Becky and Bianca, then Chris can, you know, smoke a bag of that because I told him to settle down when he was getting all pissed off about how Bianca was being booked. And I said, well, what if this brings her all the way back to WrestleMania, Chris? She can't be <laughs> she can't be in the main event all the time. You're going to get sick of her. That was her first run. She needed a little break. And now yeah. definitely by the summer she'll be having that title again. This is the WWE formula. Mm-hmm. This is exactly how they test their talent, right? We're going to push you to the moon. Then we're going to de-push you and see how you handle it. Big E is going through it right now. Oh, sure. Great point. Bianca went through it and, and is, I think, coming out on the other end. They want to see how you can handle their bullshit because they're not going to change their bullshit. They know their bullshit exists. <laughs> they're not stupid. So what they're doing is they're saying, okay, we're going to put you, we're going to push you to the moon. We're going to give you this. Then you're going to get de-pushed a little bit. A great point I think you guys have made is the fact that when Triple H isn't there, it's harder for the talent because Triple H is the kind of guy that will pull somebody aside and be like, like hey, here's what's happening. You won the title. You're going to take a step back now. Vince wants to see how you handle it. Hopefully there's somebody there that can tell. And maybe Triple H picks up the phone and calls them. Who knows, right? But that's what they do. They've done it a million times over because they want you to show them that you're always going to be ready, always going to be motivated, regardless of the booking. Because the talents who are hurt by booking or upset by booking or whatever, WWE doesn't have time for that. WWE has time for... Here's what we want to do. Okay, I like my plan. Let's go. Here's what we want to do. Great, I'm ready. Hey, you haven't done anything for six months, but in two weeks you're going to give you a title shot. I'm ready. That's what they want. They don't want Mustafa Ali, I guess I'll see you guys in two and a half years tweets. They don't want that. They want talent who's at the ready, and my gut instinct is that Bianca has shown them that that she is. They push her way fast last year, and now she's going to reascend to that top spot. It's what they do. They did it with everybody. They even did it with Charlotte. Charlotte didn't even wrestle at WrestleMania right. last year. Like like this, they do this stuff, and they do it because they they a because they can, but b because they want to see who truly is all in. Let's stay with the women's side here. There's two more matches on the card I want to get to. Becky Lynch versus Lita. And to think about, you know, another women's match in Saudi, not only that, but now there's a billboard uh, that's advertising the women's match in Saudi Arabia and how far that's come since they started going over there. So kudos to whatever you want to qualify as change being made by whoever you want to give credit to. It's happening regardless. Progress. Yeah, my Twitter feed tells me it's horrible, but my gut instinct is that it's great. So I'm going to go with my gut instinct over my Twitter feed. That's for sure. I love the match. It's interesting because the whole thing started as Charlotte and Lita and in the build to the Royal Rumble. And who knows if plans changed or whatever. But I like Becky versus Lita. That's another interesting point because Lita said she's got another run left in her. And I look at her as like the women's version of Edge right now. Like, is that the kind of run she's talking about? And is it influenced by the run that Edge has had? And if so, what does Lita do at WrestleMania? Sure. What if Lita wins at Elimination Chamber at Elimination Chamber? And then we get Becky and Lita in a rematch, or or now suddenly Becky's out of the title picture because someone else wins the chamber and you've got maybe what if Becky is the mystery person in the chamber? What if they do what they did at the Royal Rumble with Brock, but with Becky at the chamber? Becky loses like the opener in Saudi Arabia and then Busts her way into the chamber, wins that, and, and has a rematch at WrestleMania with Lita. Lita's, Lita's going to be involved in WrestleMania, in my opinion. It's just a question of where. I would say that 
there's no chance in hell that she's winning the title <laughs> in Saudi. I would pop for it hardcore. I'd love it. Um, I could see, oh boy, whoever, whoever you, here, here's your pride profile match for, for everybody not involved in the titles, right? Here you go. Pick who you want to put the women's tag belts on. And they're going to defend them in a fatal four-way elimination tornado tag match. And the other three tag teams are going to be Sasha and Bailey, Lita and Trish, and the Bella Twins. I mean, we kind of had that at WrestleMania 35. I could see it. I really could see it. Um, and I wouldn't be opposed to it. I also wonder if, okay, last year's WrestleMania had eight matches per night for two nights. And and this year, maybe they go to nine or ten matches per night for two nights. We could see more than just two women's matches a night like we saw last year. And last year, we saw the women's title matches and then different iterations of the tag team titles. Maybe we get Sasha versus Bailey in one spot and another high-profile match for Lita in another spot. Like maybe we're And plus, we get the women's tag title somewhere on the card. Does I don't know. It, Your four-way would be a high-profile match because of the names involved. Like, sure. poor Carmella and Zelina, they'd be yeah. the lowest team on that totem pole. Well, and, they wouldn't even have the, the champs. I wouldn't let them bring those titles into that match. Um, hey, why not? Who else are you going to give them to? Uh, just to make the match more significant. Uh, Natty and somebody? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, that's true, because Naomi needs... They've obviously... They're building up Naomi right now. You can have Natty and Naomi. I, there's so can... much. You still got... Yeah. You know, Rhea Ripley's still there. They're yeah. solidly behind her. Like, there's a lot of talent that that is there. Rhea Ripley versus Lita is, is there's there's sure. possibilities. I mean, there's so many possibilities, and that's the great thing about doing this show is that once we get through Elimination Chamber, <laughs> since there's not another premium live event, Rhea versus Lita makes me think of freaking Corbin versus uh angle and that makes me sad okay so let's not let's not start that okay? i cannot believe you're equating rhea ripley to baron corbin that's insane i, I understand i'm insane. not a fan of rhea ripley okay i think she's I know. gotten that's better okay. but you know it's just all uh just being honest i'm trying to think uh yeah it, it's it's interesting it's nice it's fun to book right now i mean there's a lot of ways to go and and i'm glad they've made it, it that is. way a lot of people think that oh it's you know you got everything that you were supposed to get at Royal Rumble. Well, yeah, but now what? Think about now. Exactly. <laughs> it's weird because people complain when everything's so obvious, but then they complain when it's not so obvious. Because they feel as though when it's not obvious, that means WWE doesn't have any idea of what they're doing. But when it is obvious, WWE's bad at booking. The whole, You know why? Because they've already decided WWE's bad at booking, regardless, and then they just shape their, their response around it. That's why I try to avoid the narrative, but I can't because it's in front of my face, and I'm not dumb enough. To, I'm not smart enough to not look at Twitter. So, yeah, it's – but I, yeah, I, I'm excited about it because I do think 35 was great for the women, even though the match was subpar, uh, but it put women in the WrestleMania main event. I honestly believe if they play their cards right, this WrestleMania could be the best WrestleMania ever so far for the women. Sure. Yeah, why not? You got a bunch of – see, the thing about that too is, is all that talent now that you've had for all these mm -hmm. years, they're even better now. And I'm talking about the top talent, right, like Charlotte mm -hmm. and Becky and Sasha and Bayley. They're, they're at the top of their game now. Now it's fun for them. Before they were still grinding on it and making sure that you know yeah. when that was happening that they were still solid. So I love that. Um, it's six years. It's crazy to think that this WrestleMania will be six years after 32, where we had Charlotte, Becky, and Sasha for the women's championship. 
the days, six years. The days and weeks take forever, but the years go by very, very fast. All right, we got one last That's match like, to talk about. I do want to. I do want to take a quick commercial break here. You're listening to the Road to WrestleMania, Chairshot Radio Special featuring Greg DeMarco and PC Tunney. We'll be right back. Why should you visit TheChairShot.com? TheChairShot.com is your home for hard-hitting reviews, news, opinion, and analysis with attitude. Why? Because you're smarter than the average fan. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. Roman Reigns. Billy Goldberg. Greg, Who? Uh, I gotta find. I have to find it. We got. We got. I'm not gonna. <laughs> that guy who snarls and snorts. He used to play for the Falcons. Bill, Billy Goldberg. Ah, oh, crap. What do you call yeah. him? Gilly Gilly Goldberg. Gilly Oldberg. Billy Goldberg. <laughs> I don't know. His music's around here somewhere. We'll find it. We'll find it. But we'll find it. What are What are the odds of 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 Goldberg winning the title here from Roman Reigns? Oh Rose? God. Slim and none. Um. <sighs> If slim to none were a range, I would slide that slider mostly all the way over towards none for a couple of reasons. Number one, they're while they're they only give big moments to people they trust. That's why Brock beat Taker. That's why, you know, versus uh, giving a young person or look, they let Alberto Del Rio win the 40 person Royal Rumble match. Ugh. They would never do that again. Sure. That That's why those surprise winners never happened. I got so that. while they would trust Goldberg with that. Oh, sorry. He so much promise. Um, the problem there is that this is Goldberg's last match on his contract. Now, could they resign him? Of course they could. That that's super easy to do. But and Goldberg has already said when this deal's up, he would he would come back and do more because he, he's ready whenever Vince calls. But to me, this is a make good on the match to WrestleMania 36. This is a, a, a an entrance and, and an opportunity for the Saudi fans. It's a it's the perfect pay per view to do it on spear versus spear. Roman goes over. I can't imagine anything other than that. I just can't. And if this main events the show, so after the WWE Championship Elimination Chamber match, then I think it's more likely that Brock doesn't win that match because then he shows up after this one, and just you know F five Roman stands tall, and then we're we're headed down the uh, Rainbow Road to WrestleMania. I love it. Yeah, I found it. All right. Yes, let's, you did. Let's move past Elimination Chamber and talk about what we did here is that Ronda Rousey will be challenging Charlotte Flair at WrestleMania. I'm okay with that. How about you? 100%. 100% okay with it. And, and it's a point that I'm trying to make to people because I understand. I understand the narrative that the obvious choice is Ronda versus Becky. That is the obvious choice. The match that everyone seems to want to see is Ronda versus Becky. I get that, okay? WrestleMania, no one's thinking beyond WrestleMania right now because it's WrestleMania, okay? Money in the Bank's in a football stadium. SummerSlam's in a football stadium. Next year's Royal Rumble is probably going to be in a football stadium. You don't have to do every match now. You need matches to fill football stadiums. You can use Ronda versus Becky at Money in the Bank. It sounds crazy to put it at Money in the Bank, but Money in the Bank is now is no longer the Big Four. It's not the Big Five with Money in the Bank, which has been on the horizon for a long time. It's in a football stadium. It's in Las Vegas. You can do Becky and Ronda there. You could do them in Nashville for for SummerSlam. 
uh, same thing with Lita, right? Lita wants to go on a run. She sure as hell picked the perfect time to want to go on a run with WWE because we got stadium shows. Um, there might be more stadium shows this year than ever before in, in WWE, except when they were doing them back in the, in the 80s as, as glorified house shows. I, I'm fine with it for that reason. It's not like we're not going to get Becky and Ronda on a grand stage. And they could do it next year. They could do it at Money in the Bank and then next year at WrestleMania. You know, who's to say that it's only going to happen once? Look what they're doing with Brock and Roman. So, yeah, I'm fine with it. I also remember Survivor Series 2018 where Charlotte and Ronda had a really good match that no one remembers because that was right when Becky had her ascension and Charlotte and Ronda went out and had the match. And it ended in a DQ. So and I'm surprised they had. Hopefully they'll play to that at some point if they haven't already. And I just missed it because that was a really good match. Charlotte Flair is vastly underrated by the Internet and the people whose reactions we see all the time. I expect this to be a really, really good match. And Ronda probably wins. So I am a big Charlotte fan. I, I've said for a long time she's been the most valuable entity that WWE has basically um I guess you could throw Brock Lesnar in there as well, Roman and what he's done. But just she's on the short list, though. It gives you a leg up in a certain area above everybody else if you when you have her, right? So here's the deal: I'm not unwilling to criticize those who I rate highly. Did you have a chance to see the match with her and Naomi on SmackDown Friday? No. Okay, well, you go ahead and watch that and let me know how brutal it is to watch as a fan because I basically listened to and looked at Charlotte's mouth move and call the whole match out loud in front of the camera to Naomi, really? and it was brutal. I'll, I'll watch it because I actually read a lot of good things about the match, but that's the kind of thing I would notice too, so I'm definitely going to oh. – and now I will definitely look for it when I watch it, but yeah, I'll make sure to watch that. How does a bald-ass motherfucker like Steve Austin, only a mustache to hide his fucking mouth behind, never you ever fucking see him do it, right? Great at it. Guy can barely even fucking hear well, either. And you got, okay, I'll say he was good at it. You got a girl with long-ass fucking hair, and she can't even get her fucking mouth behind the hair away from the camera? Austin and his generation and generations before him had to be, not little. they didn't even have 4K cameras, let alone 8K cameras. Understood. So there is some of that, too. Um, plus they had, a, the backdrop was a billion signs in the crowd, which you don't see anymore. It's hard to compare those two and different things, but I need to watch it because she should know better. And, and, and was she doing that to make Naomi look bad? Did she need to do that? Because Naomi was bad. It was a bad night for Naomi. Who knows? There's a lot of things it could be, but I will definitely need to check for that. All right. I like it. I like it. Well, what do you what do you see for Ronda here now? I mean, we can talk about that side of it. Obviously, Charlotte is going to be Charlotte. She's always going to be involved. We kind of basically just mentioned that, you know, she comes in and plugs her back out and everything else, Teflon, no matter what you use her for. What What's Ronda going to be like? How long is she back? Is she back full-time after Mania as well? Are we going to see her, you know, uh, two, three times a month? What do you think? I think she's on the Randy Orton schedule. Sure be honest with you i think you're you're going to see her on most tvs you're going to see her on most pay-per-views and you're going to see her on the occasional house shows which randy orton which which i was shocked when he actually revealed that his his contract is actually limited to 80 dates a year i didn't know that he's one of the few people that has that um i see that from what i understand she's on board under contract through wrestlemania 39 right now so that's where i think the becky situation makes perfect sense right if she's not going to come back after that if she's going to take time off it makes sense for becky to beat her 
resolve that and send her off, which means maybe she beats Becky uh, in, in the interim. Who knows? Um, but I do believe we'll see her. Uh, but, you know, and I said she's going to win, but maybe she doesn't. Maybe she takes an L here because she's Ronda Rousey and she can handle it. She hasn't outside of the, the, the loss in the triple threat match, which has been somewhat forgotten, I think, because of everything that transpired since then. Um, she hasn't taken any else. And, and so I could see her and it's Charlotte Flair. LOL, Charlotte wins, even though she doesn't have to. Um, I could see them wanting to give Charlotte Flair that WrestleMania win. Especially if they look at her as the female Roman Reigns from a booking perspective, and maybe Mm -hmm. they do. Uh, I mean, he walked out of WrestleMania, the heel victorious, and he's going to do it again. I could see that happening at WrestleMania, too. So I'm 50-50 on the finish for Charlotte and Ronda uh, on the main event of night one of WrestleMania. But Ronda's not going anywhere, and, and it'll be interesting to see what they do all around. Because you put Ronda in a match, title's not needed. But one thing I've learned about WWE is they value these championships more than we think they do because they're only putting the biggest stars in those championship matches in a lot of ways. So, well, like like right now, does Roman Reigns need to be the Universal Champion? No. The Universal Championship probably needs Roman Reigns. And that's where we are, I think, with a lot of these titles. Well, yeah. That's Headed to WrestleMania that's right because, now. That's because there's all the two of everything. Big names. That's because there's two of everything in the same company. That's why. Same company, but different brands. Okay. Tell tell it to the judge. <laughs> <laughs> it depends on who the judge is. Exactly, exactly. Well, speaking of that, why don't we get into title unifications and how oh. real of a possibility this is, and will PC Tony's head explode from joy if this actually happens? And I think the answer is pretty close to yes there. Um, just the a little point, yes. A little update, real quick. Uh, spoiler: If you don't want to hear it, tune out for the next ten seconds or so. Uh, Sami Zayn won the Intercontinental Championship at a taped SmackDown this past uh, Friday evening, I believe. And supposedly the match got a lot of time, and, and I'm excited to see it, because Sami can go, and I think <sighs> people forget that Sami can go. So what un- worries me so underrated, is man. that means we might see Johnny Knoxville Intercontinental Champion come WrestleMania. <sighs> Unless Knoxville is... Costs Zayn the title. That seems like more of a... You know. Knoxville's wrestling at WrestleMania. So maybe he costs in the title between now and WrestleMania, or maybe we're getting Shinsuke Nakamura, Rick Boogs, because you got to say oh, it like that, God. and Johnny Knoxville versus Sami Zayn and two other people at WrestleMania. Probably Happy Corbin and Madcap Moss, um, which is just painful to think about. But Because Knoxville's going to wrestle at WrestleMania. The question is, is he going to wrestle a singles match, or is he going to be in some kind of a tag situation like Bad Bunny was last year? And I think that tag situation is more likely than Johnny Knoxville in a singles match. But Because you don't have to defend the Intercontinental Championship at WrestleMania. He no. can be in a six-man tag team match, and it'd be just fine. And that's kind of where I see see that going. But I could also see him costing you know, Sami Zayn the Intercontinental Championship as part of the build to whatever they do with Johnny Knoxville and Sami Zayn at WrestleMania. But they are doing something with Johnny Knoxville and Sami Zayn at WrestleMania. I think that is obvious at this point. And good for Sami Zayn. Well, they even uh, put position. out a poll on social media asking the WWE audience if they'd like to see more Johnny Knoxville. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, he was at the premiere. Like, they're they're doing this. Right. Oh, yeah, the angle. Uh, yeah, i seen that. That was, that was pretty good. That's just Sami Zayn. He's underrated. He he. Does well oh at whatever God, role you put him in, I believe. You know, he can he can be the good guy that people love to cheer for, the goofy guy that comes out and dances, or he can be the 
the whining asshole, you know, liberator guy that he is. And, and kind of, you, you just kind of play along and, and laugh at him. And it's great. Um, what he did with Brock Lesnar this is, was fucking amazing. I would love that tag team. Um, th- this is a, 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 another podcast for another time. So I'll just toss it out there as a, yeah, well, that's just your opinion, man. Question is Sammy Zayn on the Daniel Bryan trajectory. Because Daniel Bryan went from babyface to mega cheating asshole heel when he won Money in the Bank the first time and cashed in on Mark Henry to mega babyface WrestleMania push to then, you know, dealing with all he had to deal with and, and having another heel and babyface run. Like you could cut his hair and Sami Zayn can go on a mega babyface run as the underdog. If you're asking me if Sami Zayn will ever win a WWE World Championship, my answer is no. I'm asking you, could you see Sami Zayn pulling off that role and WWE having the balls to do it? I mean, he can go back to babyface. Sure, I just don't ever see him winning the title. That's why I wouldn't really compare What's the difference so much between him to him and Daniel Bryan? The title. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Is it just timing too? Like it was a timing thing for I, Daniel Bryan? I don't, and... I don't know. I don't. I don't think. I think they believed in Daniel Bryan as much as they want to play the B plus play. You know, player. Oh, uh, yeah, of course thing. they do. Um, I don't think they believe in Sammy that way. I think they like him for exactly <laughs> what he is. That's just. Yeah. I don't know. Kurt Henning never won the belt, and he kind of did all the same stuff that Sami Zayn's doing. It's true. Kurt Henning would have won the belt in this era, though. Sure, a lot of people would have. I mean, that's yeah. completely different. You know, plus there's you know, uh, 140% more belts, so. <laughs> <laughs> that's probably a low number. What? Uh, okay, let's say they're going to unify the titles. How how would you like it to be then? What would you like? How would you like well, the structure to exist on the men's and women's side? Because everybody's heard me talk about this for the last how many right. years? One men title, one women's title. I'd bring in a, a TV title for the women. I'd leave the US and IC on each Burton show and that would be the bigger one there and blah, blah, blah. Well, the IC is already in some ways considered, they treat it like a world title sometimes. Not right now with Shinsuke Nakamura. Oh, no. they, they use it how they want to. I, I sometimes have to remind myself who's the U.S. champion. It's Damian Priest, but sure. I forget all the time. Um, I will steal from DPP on the DWI podcast because the moment I heard it was the first time I was actually willing to consider a title unification. <laughs> um, I love the idea of having the Raw Women's Championship, SmackDown Women's Championship, Universal, and WWE Championships all defended on night one of WrestleMania, that's four of your matches right there. Then the, the the four winners facing off in two solo matches at night two of WrestleMania in the in the unification uh, unification matches. I would be completely on board with that. Now we already have Brock versus Roman being advertised. We already have Charlotte versus Ronda being advertised. So you'd leave those matches intact, and you would add on the other the the opposing titles for Raw. And then we and then we do that, you know, semifinal, final four type of situation for WrestleMania. I know it sounds very New Japan because New Japan just did it last year. All of that. I do think WWE could pull it off. I think it's a great way to go. It's a great way to beef up night one of WrestleMania. Not that it's going to need it. But to me, that would because, look, it allows you to put Roman on both nights. And that's something that it they would love you to do. Put Ronda on both nights. Yeah, probably. Because right now, and then you can get Ronda and Becky, right? Right, which people well, want. Because right now, um, Roman maybe has, newsworthy. 
right now, very newsworthy. Right now, Roman's headlining night two, and Ronda's headlining night one. Yeah, yeah, exactly, hundred percent. I, I, and and it's funny because everyone talks about the WWE title picture, and they're like, "Well, you need it for to main event night one." No, the women are main event night. Now that we're, I, they haven't announced it yet, but I'm pretty sure this two night WrestleMania is not going anywhere. Like, like this was originally announced as one night, expanded to two nights. WrestleMania is going to be two nights moving forward. It's just too big like, for it not to be. Right. The women will always be main eventing one of the nights. Raw will never not be three hours. Yeah, they're not going to give. They're not going to give back the money that they found. Exactly, exactly. It's a, right. We just got through all this this financials. They just had their first billion dollar revenue quarter ever. You think they're going to go away from things that give them money? Absolutely not. I can I firmly believe that uh, because of that reason, if they were to have a WrestleMania where women didn't main event one of the nights, the backlash would be unbearable. We're never getting away from that. Women will always now main event one night of WrestleMania moving forward. As long as WrestleMania is two nights, as long as women are wrestling, we will have women main eventing one of the nights of WrestleMania moving forward. And it'll be a big deal when they finally main event night two. Sure. It'll be a big deal. Um, it won't happen till maybe WrestleMania 40. I, I just can't see it happening before then with Roman being in the position that he's in and what we're building towards. Fatal four-way, uh, Bailey, Becky, Sasha, Charlotte, first WrestleMania final match at women's. I mean, that's the that's, four horsewomen, like the original the one, four right? horsewomen, right? That's the one, I would right? love it. Yeah. I would, would love it. You could main event night one next year with that, though. Like, you could. Because it'd still be considered a WrestleMania main event. I, I'd love that match, to be honest with you. It's just plus one on what they did before, but I think it's fantastic and should be done. And and would be a shame if they never do it. Right. You know, it okay. really would be, and, and I think it would be fantastic. And that's – okay. If you were ever going to unify the women's titles, that's the match I want to see for the unified women's titles. It really is. <sighs> It sounds fun, doesn't it? It all sounds a lot of fun. I mean, it, you make your you make your champion worth more when there's only one of them. You make your secondary you, you make your secondary titles worth more. You know, like I can see and the storylines now between U.S. champion and IC champion, and this champion mm-hmm. who's never been on SmackDown before. Now he's over here and talking about oh, he's the world champion, and this guy who's been the IC champion on SmackDown for a year and a half goes, "Listen, pal, you may have that belt, but I'm the best around here." Right. Yeah. Especially for Survivor Series. You, you could build that up big time as well. As long as Raw and SmackDown are entities of separate networks. It'll never happen. I don't think it's going to happen. If Fox were to come in and grab Raw and now you had Raw and SmackDown on Fox or, Smack, you know, or USA, NBC Universal were to grab SmackDown, I could see it. But as long as they're on separate, under separate network entities, it's not going to happen. That's to me. That's the only thing that stands in the way of it. They would WWE have to, would probably like to do it. Yeah, they probably have to contractually come up with something that meant that the champion was on this. You know, all the, I mean, although it's a good way to go. Like, hey, you want to be champion? You're working twice a week. Well, then they would just create another singles title. Like, kind right? of over like ex- when they created the Universal. Is the champion as well? I would say. Yeah. I could see that too. Yeah, I could see that too. And I think it's fine having Raw and SmackDown are separate enough brands for me that the separate champions work. Um, if if the business uh, people always talk about the business going down on the business, if the business were to ever truly take a downturn and contract a little bit, then there would be one champion. But I just think that because of the separate networks, it, it just it it wouldn't happen. But 
I do love the 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 title matches on Saturday and the unifications on Sunday idea. I'm not going to lie. And it allows you to kind of load up Sunday a little bit because that's four matches on Saturday right there. You could throw in another three because those matches are all title matches. They don't need to be longer. And you're good. Saturday is good. And you could go have nine or ten matches on Sunday, and I think everybody would be happy. And I think Saturday would have its own unique feel and probably be one of the more memorable, memorable nights of wrestling ever with that many title matches in one night. So, well, I love what's going on on the road to WrestleMania this year. I, I do most years. Um, I think this one's even more special because there's a number of different ways you could go here to get to where we think we're going. And who knows if that's even where we're going, pick a storyline and it applies to everything right? I just said. Um, <laughs> what, uh, let's get out of here on this then. What, what do you, what storyline has you most excited right now on the road to WrestleMania besides Roman and Brock coming kind of to where we, we expected it to be. Right now, and this will be my answer for at least the next seven days, it's what's going to happen with the WWE Championship. Because if when I look at when you take out Brock and you take out Austin Theory, all right, the two guys that we think are least likely to win, I love those four wrestlers. I love Matt Riddle. I love AJ Styles. I love Seth Rollins, and I love Bobby Lashley. I, I'd I'd pay money for that four way right there, right? I'd be a hundred percent on board with that four way right there, or three way, and let Riddle wrestle Randy Orton or whatever, or maybe Orton's involved and it's a five way. Like to me, they could pull off one really entertaining multi man match at WrestleMania for the WWE Championship, and I would be fully on board with it. I would also love Seth Rollins to get the spotlight he deserves. He's such a damn good performer. I heard him on Radio Row this week. Like, like he's he's a WWE well, part of the fabric of WWE. Like, I'd love him to get that shot. I don't think we any of us expected Bobby Lashley to be where he is right now. Like, there's so many great names, great stories involved. It's almost a shame that Big E's out of it. But I just love what they're doing with or, or the possibilities that are out there with the WWE Championship. AJ Styles. I mean, there's just so many good things they can do that I'm interested to see how it works out. Am I setting myself up for potential disappointment? Sure. But that's being a wrestling fan. Well, for me, it's the way that with, you know, with 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 amazing attitude and grace and style, Dana Brooke has held the 24th. No, I'm just kidding. Um, It's it's uh, no, you know, Dana Brooke's great lover. No, just a, that was just so funny. Ha ha. Gotcha. Riddle and Randy. I've just this storyline between them and how long it's going to last and who's going to turn on who. And I really hope I'm right that Riddle turns on Randy, but we'll see. That's, you know, it's kind of, I don't know if they really want to turn him into a bad guy, uh, but you don't know. So it's I'm really... hard because if, if he wins the title before they break up, it's gotta be Randy who turns on him. Randy's such a good bad guy. And I think there's so much money in Riddle as a good guy right now. I, and and kudos to WWE, they let every single drug reference through with those guys, like without a problem. Now, I know they don't even, um, you know, fine for 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 marijuana users. They don't suspend for marijuana use anymore or whatever. Um, it's different now, but they literally let every single reference those guys make go through there, and 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 you know, one time maybe it was unscripted, fine, but it's every single week, so obviously they're on board with it. Hey, uh, 
you know, the only green that they're worried about is, is the is the money of things, and those two guys are making them billions a lot. with a B. Those guys are making them a lot of money right now. Uh, I'm pretty sure the RK Bro merchandise is in the top five. I would believe currently. Oh, I bet. I bet it is. So. Absolutely. There you have it. All right, we're excited. Feel these nipples. We're on the road to WrestleMania, folks. Uh, Craig DeMarco and PC Tunney. We'll be back maybe next week, maybe the week after. I don't know. Just pay attention. Chairshot Radio Network. Doesn't matter what's there. It's all all good shit, pal. All right. Um, such such great good shit. I think that's not my show. I don't really know. Pal. pal, is that how that works? Is there an exclamation? Pal, pal. Such, super such good shit show, pal. But it it was born out of the such good shit, pal. I love it. I love it. All right. Well. Go ahead, Greg. Tell everybody where they can find you and what the hell you got going on. At Chairshot, Greg is the best place to find me. What I've got going on. Work is really busy. No, I'm just kidding. Um, work is really busy right now, and, and my kid's in his high school soccer playoffs, so that's fun. Um, you will get so, – so last week we recorded the Greg DeMarco Show and Hashtag Miranda Show, and then Greg had a really <laughs> rough week with treatment and everything, so uh, they never got posted. So they're going to get posted this week. I'll record a little opening for them. They are good. They are good shows. Like like the Greg DeMarco show was all about wrestling news, so you know that was fantastic. Lots of ranting and raving and yelling and screaming. And the hashtag Miranda show was a week-to-early preview of Elimination Chamber, so that's still applicable. Uh, Going to be very entertaining on both those fronts, so give those a listen. Excited about both of those. Of course, if for some crazy reason you are in or around the Phoenix, Arizona area, IZW does present Monster 2022 Saturday, February 26th. Ooh. All of the VIP and front row tickets are sold out. So general admission is what's available. There's lots of ways to find them. But if you go to IZWWrestling.com, that'll get you where you need to be. Plenty, plug. plenty of great IZW t-shirts over at ProWrestlingTees.com forward. There's a couple, yeah. Shot. Yes. And a brand new, what, Nefarious Means shirt? Various means. It's how Christopher Platt watches wrestling. Oh, boy. So. We got we got problems. We got problems. All right. My name is PC Tunney. You can follow me at PC Tunney on Twitter and Facebook. Check out everything ChairShot Radio Network on thechairshot.com and all of your favorite streaming platforms. Uh, yeah. Where's this closed music so we can get the hell out of here? I'm doing a great job with this today. Nope. That's Seinfeld. That's nah, DWI. Um, <laughs> we're on the wrong page. What do you What do you want? Let's go with a little Warren Zevon today, huh? All right. Ooh. Anyway, Elimination Chamber, can't wait. Be sure you're looking at which chamber it is. We'll find out if they're bringing that thing back, okay? This is Chairshot Radio, the road to WrestleMania for Greg DeMarco and PC Tunney. We'll see you down the road. I saw a werewolf with a Chinese menu in his hand Walking through the streets of Soho in the rain Looking for the place called Lee Ho Fooks. Gonna get a big dish of beef chow mein. Thechairshot.com. Always use your head.